0: we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China. Ni hao. In India, namaste. In Japan, koni kiwa. In Korea, anion hasaya. In Russia, drastuetsje. In Germany, guten tag. In Poland, dzień dobre. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, Ciao. In Egypt, wa In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, saubona. In Senegal, Nangadek. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu alaikum. Greetings and may peace be upon you all.
1: What if you could live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant? Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-care from Susan Essentials on the Female Solution Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and yourself feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guests by calling in at 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today.
2: Well, Grand Rising, everybody. So excited to have you here on uh, Self Cell Care. And today, um, I have an old friend on and a new friend on. And um, we're talking about your genetics and muscle recovery and how nutrition plays a part. And so with that, we have um, two former professional athletes. So we have uh, Lance Curse and Lance um, is a former professional basketball player played in Spain. And he is now the um, founder of uh, Captain, and I'm gonna hope I do this right, plant it, (laughs) like plant it, right? Like put it in the ground, let it grow. Um, And he, uh, and Montre Hardage, who is a former NFL player with the New York Giants, um, Mm -hmm. you know, both suffer from the, and actually I'm gonna take out the word suffer. Mm -hmm. They just have the (laughs) trait. because I don't want anybody to suffer. So I'm not putting that out there. Um, They have the sickle cell trait. And so what that means is that when you're, um, you know, uh, working out as hard as a professional athlete does, or if you're, you know, a college athlete or a high school athlete, your body doesn't recover the way it needs to recover. So we're going to talk about what that looks like. And we're going to talk about, um, you know, you know, why they do what they do and how they came about doing all this. So without further ado, good morning, gentlemen.
3: Good morning.
4: Thank
2: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you guys in here and uh, sharing your your journey and your vision. Um, You know, Lance, why don't we start with you first? Um, Tell us about, you know, why uh, you... Tell us your story. Tell us your why. Mm-hmm. What had you do this?
5: Uh, well, my why is uh, basically because of me going through the sickle cell situation and um, having to, you know, be, be hospitalized for it, having two crises, almost losing my kidneys. Having to get an yeah. IV <laughs> having to get an IV before the games, oxygen I mean oxygen tank during the games and having to play a four minute rotation coach would put me in and pulled me out, put me in, pulled me out, just to save me and stop me from hurting myself because I was so competitive that I didn't care. I would, I would put myself in harm's way just to win it, win a game. Um to the point Did where you, I
2: don't so so You almost lost your kidneys because of this?
5: Yeah, of course, yes, yes. I forgot to tell you, yes, I I almost lost my kidneys. I Make
2: had a- the connection for us. Like what? what yeah.
5: yeah. So uh, sickle cell trait, when when oxygen is deprived from certain areas of the body, the body tends to break down muscle a lot faster. Um,
2: hold on. So either. Does somebody have an extra window open, perhaps?
5: Not open.
2: That's weird. You hear the echo? We're we're all repeating. um, We're all echoing. I don't
6: hear an echo. Neither do I. (laughs) Do you all hear the echo?
2: You don't hear the echo. It's all coming back. Um. Okay. Let me. No, and Andrew, you don't hear the echo, but it's only coming back on my side. Interesting. Okay, um, let me figure out. Okay, so um, is it um so it's it's on my side, and let me just figure this out. Is it I'm coming through Blog Talk? Yes or no? Is coming through Podbean? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to actually try closing out Podbean and I'll just upload this later. Um, Let me just ground. I'm channeling where it's coming from. Okay, so I'm going to exit Podbean. All right. All right, there we go. Um, and no more echo. There you go. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. So, uh, right. So there you go. So, so share with us. Um, so now I'd like you to go back and make the connection between your kidneys, the sickle cell trait and why they were going to take your kidneys out.
5: Well, well, they weren't going to take my kidneys out. Um, it, it was more like they were near compromise, uh, meaning the muscle breakdown level, the CK levels were high. Uh, it's creatine kinase; they were high, um, and they were they would often be high. But uh, the reason why is because with sickle cell, when your body's deprived of oxygen, it tends to break down the muscle much faster. Right? Uh, it's called it's called, it's called rhabdo or rhabdomyolysis, and um, when you slip into this rhabdomyolysis, typically it's expressed from a sickle cell crisis. So when you're right. going through the sickle cell crisis, your, your, your muscles are going to de- uh, deteriorate, and, um, and they're going to attack your kidneys, basically, and that because your body your body filters out that muscle breakdown through the kidneys.
2: Well, I'm going to actually add to that. You know, so my focus in my life is on the brain.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: So if you're not getting oxygen to your muscles, you're also not getting it to your brain. So mm-hmm. it can't we haven't even touched that subject yet, right?
5: Absolutely. No, so. you're you're spot on. You know, if you're, if you're lacking oxygen somewhere, you're lacking it everywhere.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And um. And so, if you're not getting it to the brain, the brain can't send the signal to the kidneys either.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: talking. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. That's that's amazing. So. You're not getting enough oxygen to your muscles. Your kidneys breaking down. And now, what is the, What is the doctor telling you?
5: Um, man, they, they were like, <laughs> you know, they were like, Lance, you know, you don't know what's going on because they did a muscle biopsy. They took a piece of muscle on my leg. You know, they ran some tests on it. And like, we don't know what's going on. Um, we 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 think it's um a, a figment of your imagination. We think that your your brain's tricking your body out because of some past trauma where where your your brain is making you cramp up that's what's making you go to the hospital and then they placed me on severe anxiety depression medication um uh, uh pain pain uh pain medication like celebrax the severe anxiety depression medication was effector and Cetelephram. um
2: those two are new to me the rest I know. <laughs> yeah yeah
5: so um new yeah. Drug
2: of choice right new drug of choice
5: yeah, and those uh, those pain medications and um, uh, the anxiety medication exacerbated the situation, so it made it worse. So everything I thought I was feeling now times two or three, and, and uh, it got to a point where I took myself off, and I was like, you know what, I'm done. With, I'm done, you know, going down this Western medicine approach. I'm gonna try to figure this stuff out, uh, and. You know, quite naturally I I graduate I gravitated towards, you know, doing it the natural way, doing the way the earth intended for it to be. um, the way our bodies intended for, because our bodies come from the ground. Of course, our nutrients should come from the ground or from
2: plant. Plant it, yes.
5: Yeah. So yeah, so I started captain plant it. So it was like either the either my, my nutrients are gonna come from below my feet or above my head. Mm hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's how I took that approach.
2: You know, um, there's a part of my story that's getting published uh, in a week in the Florida women's magazine and, uh, and Topeka, Kansas uh, health and wellness.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, you know, I never had kids cause I was, they put me on medications. So I was so young. There would be no way I knew intuitively there was no way I could have kids with all those medications that I was on. I was on 19 medications. And um, uh, I had um, ended up having a full hysterectomy because of uh, all the tumors that grew um, on all my female parts. And it wasn't just like um, a small cyst or It was parasitic. And they were brown and green so the title of that story is of the article that i wrote for these two magazines is i use my um i use my body as a toxic waste dump i have to be accountable and responsible for what i did right um because i agreed to to let the doctors use me for all their clinical trials
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So if you're listening to this, we've got two people so far <laughs> that are telling you not to do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Montre wanna pipe in here?
6: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I think Lance did an outstanding job kind of telling us, you know, about the the foundation for it. And I've had my fair share of experiences also. Um Nothing to the degree of Lance, but in terms of taking IBs before a game, um, you know, coaches asking questions, oh, like, are you, you know, just double backing, like, oh, are you hydrated or are you doing things outside of, you know, sports-related things that could be impacting? Um, It never got to to the degree where, you know, they didn't, they were, like, questioning my character, questioning my mentality. Um, However, I decided, you know, I'm a lot younger than Lance, so being able to bring a lot more information new information um to, to talk to them about you know how this is something that is sometimes out of our control whenever we're competing at the highest highest level um and so just bringing awareness uh, was my point of emphasis when i was there especially um and collegiately when i got to the nfl um you know they basically if there's anything that's going on they'll, they'll make sure that you have the time that you need and just a lot more precautious about it. And so I think the education around it, also just looking at statistically, like one out of one million out of every three hundred million of Americans have it. And and it's close to that
2: statistic? How much?
6: It's it's like uh one wait, one million out of three three million Americans are affected by it. Um majority African Americans, but there are other races that um Experience it also, and, and this affects newborn babies um, I know all the time. So, if there is a situation where, like Lance was mentioning, your body is deprived of oxygen, you know, there's almost an immediate impact within that three to five minute range. Um, and so, if you're not able to recover and get the the breath that <laughs> the oxygen that you need, you know, your body organs can suffer. So, um, I've seen guys kind of lose vision. Um, you know, when it's mentioning kidneys, um, your body is trying to find energy and also trying to <laughs> get rid of waste. And most of that is muscle and sugar. So it's uh, it's it's a, it's, a, it's an interesting kind of, uh, I guess, situation to be a part of. Um, but it's one of those things where we have products like this and then, you know, creating a lifestyle around something that um, provides you nourishment. Is what is lacking in that part of understanding how to get through these um, tough times, especially if you have these episodes. So,
2: well, yeah, and even if you don't have the sickle cell trait. Um, so, we're gonna let the cat out of the bag. So, um, Montre and Lance are co-founders, right, of uh, Captain uh, of uh, Captain it and have this amazing product. Um, Easy herbal, and we—I had it this morning from breakfast, and I was very, very tired. You know, um, so I, I'm an energy worker, right? Um, and so I support people because I want people to understand it's not just for athletes. <laughs> okay, so if you're an energy worker,
6: we're all athletes.
2: What? We're
6: all. I said we are all athletes at the end of the yeah, day.
2: <laughs> But thank you. So, you know, we, um, we worked many hours yesterday with, you know, a class of people on shifting energy. And when you're shifting energy, um, you need to, you know, I always serve um, things that are very nutrient dense and um, things that are chock full of minerals. Hmm. Maybe that is. (laughs) Should have made my own glass um, this morning. The second glass is to show everybody. But um, what I really like about this, I mean, why don't you explain um, who who wants to share about this product? Because it's so amazing. I woke up so tired. I took a swig of this. I'm good. Like, I mean, I really was depleted from last night. Anybody who's an energy worker knows it's almost like like playing football for the game. (laughs) Or basketball, right? Or any sport. Because you just get depleted because you're in, you're channeling, you're using your body as a conduit for God to do his work. So my body's on loan for hours, nonstop. I didn't get oxygen. <laughs> just saying. Go ahead. Who wants to talk about it? I can
5: I can jump it off. I can start it
2: Okay. Off. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Lance.
5: You can chime in whenever you want to, right? Um, so about the product, um, the inception of the product, the inception of the product was that, um, you know, me personally, I'm Jamaican, um, Jamaican background. Um, and when I went back to Jamaica about five or six years ago, uh, I was, I got the inspiration to create, you know, a product where, you know, you could, you know, get a piece of the tradition of what we were doing in Jamaica, because it's a big herbal place like they love herbs and everything is herb in the bush and you go outside you grab this tree and you steam it and you steep it and you <laughs> drink it right uh you know back in the days you would say like uh you know early 2000s that was like folklore or some some weird witchcraft stuff they would call it here in america but in jamaica it was like that's that's what you do right your grandmother knows so if you get sick there's an ailment.
2: yeah so why why is what can i, I, I sorry I get a little triggered by this. Yeah, no, no, talk, talk. Talk. Why? 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 Have we been programmed to believe that what God gave us on Earth is witchcraft? Like, like, <laughs> like. Just let everybody who's listening let that sit in for a moment. Go ahead.
5: Uh, you know there. Yeah, you know, there, there could be. Yeah, you know, I'll answer first, and you'll answer the second you uh, if you want. Um. It's it's one of those things where you know you know I'm I'm not necessarily Christian right I'm not necessarily religious but I love you know and respect every religion. Right? Same here. Uh, <laughs> you know when you read the Bible, you open it up, right, and you look up. You know, let's say Ezekiel forty-seven, twelve. Right, it tells you that the herbs are for the healing.
2: Okay, Ezekiel forty-seven, twelve, and I don't know the Bible that well. My husband does, yeah. so, but um, is. Oh, that's why easy. Got it.
5: See what's going on? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, it's okay. So,
2: may I read this? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So, fruit trees of all kinds will grow on both banks of the river. Their leaves will not wither, nor will their fruit fail. Every month they will bear fruit because the water from the sanctuary flows to them. So, that's like, hold on. We need more. There's some. There's more to this that we need to read. I know that. Um, is there? Is there a part of this that I should be? Oh, here. It's very long. Okay, hold on. <laughs> what part of this do you want me to run to here?
5: It should be like the last two sentences of it.
2: Okay. Let me let me show it on online. Well, because I always quote. Uh, you know, you have to treat your body as a temple, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, That's, is that 3912? Right? Your body. So our body's on loan to us, right? From God. Mm -hmm. It's not even ours. Um, We just borrowed it, you know, um, while we're here on earth. Okay. So here's the verse. Is this, is there?
5: The last sentence. First, First one.
2: First one. So their fruit will serve. Oh, thank you. Duh. Uh, their fruit will serve for food and their leaves for healing. Thank you. Love this. Now I get it.
4: <laughs>
2: People. So, anybody who, um, <laughs> it's, a <God> <laughs> <laughs> it's a God job. It's a God job. It's the frequency of God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow.
5: Yeah, but, but that's the reason why they, you know, it, it's almost that disassociation with, you know, you being connected to the ground, to the earth, to the trees, to the, you know, to, to your surroundings. They want you, and I don't necessarily say, you know, I don't want to speak you know, as if there's a, there's a day that we don't know or a day that we all know, right? But it's more so like to, to get you disassociated with things around you and other people around you would, would cause that. That uh that imbalance or that dis-ease in the mind. So if you have the disease in the mind, you gotta have it in the body too, right? Because it can't exist just in one place. So yeah, it's to disassociate you with nature. That's it. <laughs> it's like as if your body's not made from nature, as, as if it's made in a lab. But it's not made in a lab.
2: <laughs> well, they are trying now to make it in a lab. And they have, just so you know, mm-hmm. it's not pretty. Um and, you know, we have organizations that have been fighting for us, like the Lions for Natural Health and the Organic Consumers Association, who have all been on the show, who are fighting for our right to natural health, you know, because um, it is a fight. So for those who are listening, uh, we've got, you know, Andrew on, Charles, Key, Charles, thank you for piping in again. So grateful to have you here, Naima, uh, Chris and um and and Teddy, so um, and we have more on different platforms. But um, you know, if natural health is important to you, support the Alliance for Natural Health, right? And um, support the Organic Consumers Association and the uh, EWG Environmental Working Group. All these places that are supporting our our rights not only for natural health but that that these companies aren't dumping their toxins right into our water supply which then feeds the plants mm-hmm. you want to talk about that at all i mean you might, i know you know about this cuz i've seen your videos mm-hmm. and um, i've seen you both you know like you're you're in whole foods and you're you're navigating that store and showing people like I do. I'm like, this is a kindred spirit. Go for it. Mm
5: -hmm. Yeah, well, you know, we, we, unfortunately, we live in a world of convenience. Um, You know, anytime you have, you know, industrialization, you know, and I, I would say hyper capitalism, not necessarily capitalism because there's levels to it. But whenever you have, you know, you know, you're, you're really trying to stretch that dollar, trying to, you know, produce, 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 produce. Well, you're now being put in a state of convenience Mm -hmm. where everything has to be convenient because in order to make a lot of money, life has to be convenient. Typically, you go to a third world country. You know, I've lived in Egypt. I lived in Jamaica and stuff like that where, you know, things are slower. Economy's not as booming, right, because they're closer to the, They're not as convenient. They're not as they don't have as much money. So the more money the richer a a country is, uh, typically in a capitalistic state, it's gonna, it's gonna have that that byproduct, right? That uh, um, of, you know, our food being less nutrient dense.
4: All mm-hmm.
5: right, because how do you sit? How do you now go farm your own food? Pick your own fruit from the tree, cut your own, you know, if you eat meat, cut your own cow, slaughter your own cow, raise your own goats, like in Jamaica. Like, how do you do all this stuff? And then still have to fi- find time to work and make money, right? Because, you know, in a in a world uh, or utopian world, what you would have is a situation where people would make food instead of make money to buy food, right? right. And the process. So
2: and, 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 and have a barter system, right?
5: And have a barter system. But now you would have to dismantle a system where it's been proven on this side, right, to work. Or even on a, even on a a communist socialist side, like, like China, they're, they're, they're super industrial as well. So it's not like they're doing good for the economy either. So, you know, I don't, I don't know which one would be more profitable. You know what I mean? Like, um, there has to be some third system, right? More like a bartering system, something like that. But then, but then how do you equate, you know, does three apples equate to one banana? (laughs) <laughs> right? So you can time in whatever you want to, my Yeah,
6: it, it gets tough and you bring up a good point. Uh, I think it's a, what we're living in now, we just went through a, a technical, technological boom, right? Um, and we enter into this new tech space. And I think now there's, we're in a tech race, right? And labs trying to produce things that are, that mimic nature. And, and Len said earlier, social, the social dissonance with, with nature. And so the further they they remove you from that social relationship with nature, then there's a disassociation with what actually serves you versus what doesn't because that's being mimicked through the lens of technology, GMOs, all these different things that they produce in the labs. And so whenever you don't, you never challenge, challenge have never challenged the status quo and like, oh, I'm like, no, like, you know, putting a authorization on like, Hey, we're going to boycott this. We're not going to buy this. Then, you know, you can't really control the agrium. You can't really control um, the supply because if supply is going to always be there, however, your demand should change based off what your status quo and things that you believe. But if you don't have a foundation where people are already socially connected with nature, then it's going to be easily to continue to affect the people because you're in control. However you go to Caribbean places or environments or, economic places that aren't fully developed in that technological aspect. So their bread and butter is going out to find these nutritious foods um, in order to put on their plate to serve their families and, and their entire community. But however, here convenience is a thing. And so people don't care about, you know, the power of food and fuel and minerals and things that you couldn't actually get if you're in Peru, you know, the water, you know, it has natural electrolytes and other minerals that the body needs or getting it from, you know, all these other things, (laughs) you know, I think it's, it plays a part in terms of what are our standards and foundations for nutrition. A lot of people don't have that. A lot of people are searching for that because we've never been socially, our parents, my parents personally have never been socially connected or even knew, even knew what herbs were, or even knew like where were the proper fruits and vegetables in order that you shouldn't take and actually knowing the science behind them? We know the science behind music, you know, all these other things that are scientifically relevant to our lives. But food is the foundation. It's one of the, one of the gods or one of the natural doctors that Lance talks about, uh, one of the seven. And so if you're not really in tune with yourself in these aspects, then when an authority Implement something, you're not going to even challenge it. You're going to just accept it. So you become gullible. That's to the
2: say. status quo. I can't imagine that ever happening. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Guys, <laughs> I wonder what's going on it's the last few years, right? People are accepting the status quo, not realizing that their body's a master healing machine. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> You know, I am. Um, I had this program, and we're going to go to commercial in a minute. It's uh, the functional food program, right? And people think it's about dieting. In a way, it's maybe, but really not. It's about connecting the dots between the food that you eat and how you're sourcing that food. It's really about how you're sourcing that food, okay? And your emotional and physical well-being. Mostly your emotional well-being. Right? Like you said, Lance, they put you on all these anxiety medications. They, they, You know, I'm a medical intuitive. But, of course, I got labeled as bipolar. Right? And schizo too. hmm And, you know, because I was hearing voices. I heard... Yeah, it was God. It was God job. <laughs> you know? God's job. God saying... Don't do that. <laughs> I remember the first time we sh- I, I saw a Johnson and Johnson baby aspirin. And I looked at it like it was, yeah. I looked at it I was like that does not look good to me.
4: <clears throat>
2: and I knew from the energy, and this is as a child, I was four. And I knew as a child, I'm like, this doesn't, this doesn't seem right to me. Right? And so... Our gifts, our ability to hear God, I'm not talking talk to God, I mean hear God, right? Because I'm just going to say, because the program connects not only your ability to understand how your food is being sourced, but then it says, okay, if you're fueling your body with toxins and you're calcifying your pineal gland because of all the fluoride, right? You can pray to God and hope that he hears you, but you're not going to hear him back. And it's your divine right to hear. Not just to ask. Yeah, but to hear. <laughs> and so they, meaning the aristocrats, right? Their agenda is to stop you from hearing because if you can't connect to god and you can't connect to nature then they have control over you cancel cancel cancel
4: yeah
2: we're going to let everybody let that sink in we're going to go to commercial real quick okay and you're going to tell me what we're talking about next guys relative to all this right mhm
7: let's see Jodi Susan of Susan Essentials was misdiagnosed and nearly died in 2013. Instead, she chose to reclaim her health using plant and energy-based healing. After losing 92 pounds, she now offers the psychologist and doctor-recommended functional food program focusing on two things: toxic free living and a connection to our brain health. Susan Essentials re-engineered what health looks like with a self-paced functional food program now available to you with plans starting at just $99.
8: and Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Viata. Saturdays, Tune In 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Viata. Call in and comment, 515-605-9325. Press one to speak to the host and be a part of the solution.
2: Okay, so we are back. We have a comment from Vietta Robinson, who is our uh, host for Friday and uh, Sunday. And she says, We've moved from a republic, which implies more power to the people, to a, let me see if I can pronounce that, corporatocracy. <laughs> Where lobbyists have the power, time to exercise our power again. And you guys want to reply to that?
5: Um, well, absolutely. Yeah. Um, That's exactly what we've moved to. Um, It's because we, um, <clears throat> it, it's almost like we, we've given up responsibility for our own accountability. If that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. we've, we've, we've traded security for, um for our freedom if that makes sense like um it's like it's almost like you know we didn't want to think we didn't you know we, we said okay the government knows what's best let them do whatever because they have their best you know and I'm not saying that you know everything's evil and doom and gloom and <laughs> this pessimistic view on life but you know what what can could possibly be Right. But you got to keep that at bay, not saying that you want it to happen, but you prepare for things to happen. Right.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, so I- anything with absolute power should not be trusted. Anything. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like if you can't question even God, not in a way where you think that it's wrong, but just, hey, just explain to me this. And I can't get a concise or clear answer back. Well, <laughs> right. It's like, is that the God that I should follow? <laughs> right.
2: Well, and, and let me, let me expand upon that. So when I teach people how to channel, like, like last night, um, we, uh, during this class, we were teaching people how to channel, um, hear God, you need to know what you're listening to. Okay. And so if you don't have the love in your heart, when you're listening to God, you're listening to the other side. So yeah, you always have to question the voices. Because I'm and I just want to repeat that because I'm they're telling me it needs to be repeated. If you don't feel the energy and the frequency of love in your heart when you're when you're praying and listening, ask talking to God, having a dialogue, asking questions, asking for to hear back. If you don't have the frequency of love in your heart, you're talking to the other side, mm-hmm. and you're going to get an answer that doesn't resonate, and that's another reason. That's another cue, right, Lance? Yes,
5: ma'am. But, yeah. So, so furthermore, if I can question God and God gives me an answer or a sign or a path, I should be able to. I should be able to question these corporations. America is a corporation. It is what it is. <laughs> It's. I should be able to question America, right? Uh, about what I'm doing and, you know, what I should be doing, you know.
2: Um, And you know it's a new corporation, right? That there's a new corporation, right?
5: uh, Absolutely. You know, even even though some may not like the answer that they get back or they may not like the reality of life and the full responsibility of it and want to remain, like, in that, you know, out of state, out of mind state, Mm -hmm. this state, whatever you call it, you know, for me, it's more like, it's like I want to know the answer. Probably everyone else may not want to know, but let me at least let me know if I ask the question and <laughs> give it back. Don't say, "Hey, I have your best in mind." Deal with it. All right, that's how you, that's how you do someone who you don't really respect. Mm-hmm.
3: Right?
5: Uh, okay, I, I know what I know. You don't know, so I know what's best for you. Just be quiet. Put you in the corner, and uh, that's that's typically you know how I feel when I speak to doctors. You know, back when I would speak to teachers when I would speak to like coach and stuff like that because I always asked why I was never afraid of you know authority I respected and loved you know authority like my mom and you know different teachers I never feared them like I I wasn't I wasn't, led by, I wasn't led by fear no one ever said oh I'm gonna do this to you like me I was like you're not gonna do anything just teach me just teach me, I don't care all everything you try to scare me with. Just teach me the rules and the game so I can play it, right? And I, I don't know, I just never feared. I never my mom never taught me to, to to delve in fear. She just like, hey, respect them and love them. If not, then just don't deal with them. Yeah. <laughs>
2: right. So, yeah, right. so in my class last night. <coughs> I'm caring <coughs> for somebody. My class last night. I learned that and it's interesting. we had a class of all women, but they were not told or inspired to believe that they could do whatever they set out to do. Like they were actually told the polar opposite. I said, so let me give you the gift that my mom gave me. So my mom used to sit me down and we'd be on the stairs And, uh, or wherever we would be. And she said, "Jody, there's nothing you can't do. You just gotta put your mind to it. My dad wanted to put me into the Olympic gymnastics. I wasn't even good. (laughs) I really wasn't. But they wanted me to know that I could do whatever I set out to do they didn't instill self-limiting beliefs. You can do whatever you want. And your mom taught you the same thing. You don't have to listen to somebody if if it's if it's a narrative or a rhetoric. Find your own heart. Find your own way, right?
6: I agree. I think what you know, what Lance and what you just said kind of just all tying together in terms of who who are the gatekeepers of success? Who are the gatekeepers of the narratives that are told? Um, and who are the gatekeepers that pay us? And I think with the republic versus the corporocracy, cryptocracy, um, it's who are you serving? Are you serving um, the health and wellness of people? Or are you just serving this ideal aspect of money, capitalism, right? And so I think there's a huge division. Um, and also these corporations know that if we're considered the es- experts, we can create the psychological warfare where Basically, we're informing that you don't know enough because you're not connected with nature enough. We have scientists, we have information that can mimic nature. And so we are the scientists, we're the experts. You don't know anything, so you shouldn't question us. And so when you lack that power because you lack that knowledge, you can't become competent uh, c- competent at something. And so that lack of ability to become successful is a measurement now. And they could they create metrics for that. And so we're on this, we're on this scale. Um, and you're on the spectrum for something, that's your education level now. And so now they have a viable way to measure who gets to ask the questions and who doesn't. And so if you are not a viable or credible resource, intellect or individual in general, then you have no say so. We can prescribe you anything. We can label you as anything and put you through this whole psychological type of, you know, what they call the sunken place where, you know, you're, you're living in a, a capacity of trapped energy, capacity of, of trapped views, narratives. And so you don't know what's right and what's wrong because you don't have councilmen who understand the nature, understand the land, understand what it takes to be successful. And all you hear is what you see on social media, what you hear in music. And so that lack of, you know, being socially connected, having that emotional intellect <clears throat> relationship with nature, you know, Puts you further and further away from becoming competent as a human, and so you know the republic part and the the corp uh, I think is a great question, and I think it's definitely always a great time to exercise your power, whether that's mentally every day, physically, um, psychologically, and spiritually. If you're not exercising your body, your mind, all these different components, you're not becoming you're not becoming stronger. You're you're relying on someone else's willpower, and so I think the convenience of what we've been talking about, we're relying on the government, we're relying on you know the next big fancy pop tart to come out. You know the next biggest burger to come out, and it's like the pop tart to come out. It's exactly, right, right <laughs> <country. laughs> we It's like a dopamine effect. We're like dogs, like sap, like salivating for the next big thing. It's just like we can create that, but we're not. We're we're not looking at all the information that, that has been given to us on how to create, and that's our ability, and and that's the lack of accountability that we've taken to be resourceful
5: it, it's almost like you know the iphone 15's coming out and everyone's wanting it and is going to spend their last dollar but behind on the on the front end of it so let's say that's the back end on the front end of it it's more like okay but well you can only grow five plants that can produce fruit in your front yard all right they, they place a limitation on how many what you can grow and how much you can grow so you can eat for free because You know, I walked down the street here in Miami, you know, when I was a kid, you know, I I grew up in Fort Myers two hours away. There was a mango tree on every block, a tangerine tree on every block, an orange tree on every block. And we wouldn't go like as kids, we wouldn't go inside and eat. We would stay outside and eat off the tree. But now I see people with mango, like let's say one mango tree on each block or uh, on, on just one yard and they don't eat it they would much rather go to the store and get the mango from the store. Yes, I'm telling you, they would go to the <laughs> store down the street, get the mango off the, and instead of <laughs> picking it off their own tree in the backyard because they trust, hey, this is FDA approved. Like, or this is whatever approved, this is whatever, right? And, and, I, and I get that for you know certain products and you know that, that has to be produced in a store, but in your backyard, like you prefer to go into Publix or Walmart over picking out the right it, but that has to be scientifically backed you know is that is that mango that grows in your tree does that is that does that have sinus? right
2: so someone said because you can use cilantro right to get heavy metals out of your body right um, and I use cilantro essential oil so someone says well do you have evidence and is it is it harmful is cilantro harmful to my body and I'm like okay
6: yeah they question yeah
2: <laughs> and, and I grew up in Barrington Illinois. And my father had these mulberry trees, right? Planted in front. And that's what we would go to the front and eat all the mulberries. Right? So, like, like, I don't get the fear because we were talking about the fear there for a moment. Like, why have we been trained to be so scared of Nature and I look, I was too. So I'm not, I'm I'm telling you it's mm, sorry, as soon as they put me on medications, and I was I was so I was an athlete, right? Um, I was a bodybuilder, uh, I was a gymnast, an okay one, not really like I was a better bodybuilder, actually. Used to bench 185 and I weighed 120, right? And so When I got misdiagnosed, having these, you know, psychological issues. um, They then scared me. You can't take these vitamins. That was the first thing that came out of my doctor's mouth. Like there's going to be an interaction between nature, right? And by the way, you can't even take grapefruit. So the the grapefruit interacts negatively with some medications and I'm like so you're going to have me I, I use my body to talk. Okay I I'm going to let you talk because I'm I'm like actually speechless which is really uh-huh. hard for that to happen but go ahead
6: oh, oh I love this topic this is probably yeah. one of my favorite topics This is this is interesting because this is all about control and you know about trying to measure power and who has it right And so the biggest thing What they want to do, what I've realized, is how they can control you is how they can manipulate your hormones. And it's about what you're taking. These these things that we take impact our hormones, whether it's how much testosterone we have, estrogen levels, and all these different things. And, And so if they can put you in a situation where it's causing your body to not regulate itself, everything gets out of whack. And so you become deficient at a lot of these aspects and minerals, and soon as you're you're deficient at vitamins and minerals. Your hormones are out of whack. And oh, then- I,
2: oh, oh, wait, mate. I'm sorry. Okay, oh, hold right. on one second. Hold on. <laughs> so, so I was explaining this last night. Okay, remember that pillow I sent you, Montre? So that neutralizes EMF.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. So, so. Let me connect the dots because you're talking about like they're giving us this food. They're trying to manipulate our hormones, right? All this and all those um, drugs and food and water have heavy metals in it, right? Which is another disrupts our hormones and the electromagnetic frequency. So they're installing 5G towers in your street lamps not just those big towers. The big towers are the distraction under the radar. They're putting 5G in all the little street lamps that are right outside your door. Right. So now if you have heavy metals, right, and they jam up that 5G, right? Guess what happens to your brain? Guess what happens to your body? Mm. Guess who's being controlled?
6: Mm-hmm. Oh. Harder for you to recover. Hard for that. <clears throat> Hard for your your glands to secrete any, any melatonin, you know, in terms of recovery um, and these aspects of vitamin D. It, it's, it has all these, you know, sensual effects, for instance, like taking antibiotics. They're like, oh, well, you can't be in the sun. It's just like, what? Like, this is
2: yeah.
6: So having these weird interactions. Um, with,
2: I remember that. I forgot yeah.
4: about that. Um,
6: it's just like, you know, if you can suppress someone and, and, and subjugate, subjugate them, it's like, you know, you control them. And so they're relying on you because every, every month, every week, you have to go back and get this refill because you don't know what it takes in order to heal yourself. And um, yeah, man, that's kind of my two cents on that.
2: (laughs) Oh, we put in the pennies, (laughs) honey.
6: You
5: you hit it on the head. And I just want to double back to the, um, to shed light on Charles key statement here about dumbing down American citizens.
2: Should I, uh, Let me read this out loud for people who, who are on the blog talk side. So Charles Key is saying, and I think Charles and I grew up in the same town. Charles, you can let me know. The dumbing down of American citizens has been occurring over time. And the more we depend on government to provide financial support or health care, which I don't use their health care, we are doomed to fail as a country.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Make God Great again. Thank you, Jesus. Go ahead.
5: Yeah, yeah. See, the, Thank the, the, <laughs> the, the thing about, you know, I, I wouldn't know how the average person would see this comment. And, you know, I, let me just give you my my uh, viewpoint of how the average person may see this. It's like, oh, well, these people don't like the government. I mean, we don't, it's not that we don't like the government. <laughs> it's that we want the government to do what it's supposed to do. Thank you. It's not, nobody, nobody hate or dislike, you know, you know it's not a love or hate thing, it's do what you're supposed to, act as you're supposed to, right? You're
2: supposed to be the voice of the people.
5: Not your own voice to do whatever you want to, right? It's what mm-hmm. we want you to do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you asked, you asked a question the other day, why are we so, uh, uh, earlier, why are we so scared of nature? And this, this goes back into what Charles just said. It's because we don't understand, you know, if you've been misinformed or or, or D? Not what is it? Not misinformed, or uninformed, or misinformed? Misinformed. Right? It's yeah. You wouldn't understand because typically when I understand something, you know, it, it, like things make sense. I don't get mad. You know, everything. You know, everything. It's understood. Um, and but that that's the reason why it's like yeah. I'll t- what I'll do is I'll deprive you of knowledge, and then let you do whatever. So once I de- deprive you of knowledge, where are you going to go to? You're going to come back to me. Cause you know, I have more than you. Right. Right. That cycle is that, is that rat race is that, is that hamster wheel? And what Montre said, uh, the sun and drugs. So what, what, what Montre is thinking about is, um, you know, when you take certain medications, they're either called phototoxins. They either have phototoxins that create photo Right. You. So if you're taking Aleve or Allegra, is it Allegra, Aleve, Advil, any, any, um, um, any one of those those painkiller medi- medications? Uh, there's a couple heart.
2: Oxytocin okay. or whatever. Yeah. All yeah. those. Yeah. There's
5: a, there's a heart medication. Or or whatever it is. Yeah. There's a lot of them, right? Well, so basically, when you take these and you put these inorganic compounds inside of your body, these toxins, these synthetic chemicals in your body, they can't mix with the natural sun. Just like how that natural grapefruit didn't mix with that medication that you were taking, right? Absolutely. So nature and synthetic doesn't match. So then it's going to create a, let's say, a, a battleground. So you go outside and you take a a leaf, it burns your skin. Oh, oh you no, know, I'm not supposed to take this on. Listen, to some degree, you know, depending on light or how light or dark your skin is, depends on how, how, how much sun you can take, but not to the degree where you spend five minutes out there and you're burnt. Like that's that's extreme
2: that happened to me i mean i was on 19 medications, right and i'm i mean i have uh i mean you can't really tell here but i, I kind of have olive skin not in comparison to you guys but i mean I, look my dad you know um you know my background is um you know i'm christian now but i was sephardic jew so mm-hmm. that's that's you know middle eastern that's technically technically have olive skin right There are people who are much more fairer than me, but I never burned as a child, never burned as a child until they put me on medications and I burned up. Like, I mean,
6: it's, you you bring it up a great point. You know, you are, we're just, we're just like these genetic, genetic modified organisms. We're GMO. And so when, when you think about GMOs, when you think about the nutrients and minerals that are available, you become less bioavailable to. Abstract the sun. You become less bioavailable to get minerals because you're taking these synthetics. Because synthetics don't equate, you know, they don't match with organic. And so, anytime, in order for you, in order for what, what scientists have realized is in order for inorganic and organic to um, compound, it, there's a level of carbon that's needed. And we have a level of carbon where we can intake both fruits and vegetables do also and so they're able to figure out these carbon you know mathematical equations to figure out how much synthetics that these things can use and so basically for instance like you can buy GMO apple and c- literally cut it open and it-, it takes so much longer to oxidize and Why you- doesn't turn yellow anymore Brent? It and it's just like this is i literally i did an experiment unintentionally I uh, had a friend buy me some apples uh, last year, and I literally kept one apple in that corner over there for, like, six months, for six months, and I have a friend who keeps apples in their car. They don't do, they, they don't, they don't go, they don't go bad, and I'm like, you know, this is,
2: I leave, I, I, new that's
6: phenomenon.
2: my house, okay, okay, okay.
6: It's just like us, like, we don't go to sleep. Like, you don't go to sleep because your your entire body is regulated tell me when a a person who's connected with nature doesn't naturally fall asleep because of their connection with the sun, blue light and all these different aspects, red light. Sorry. Um, but yeah, just, I I think we're becoming so much more, um, genetically modified and and we don't see it and we become, we give ourselves less bioavailability to take in all these natural, um, great amenities that we have.
2: Yeah. And here's the thing. Um, like, you know, when I got misdiagnosed, they were um, slipping GMOs into our food supply under the radar. And I want to share something. And I'm going to, I'm going to tell you the end first. I didn't do anything to the baby. Okay. <laughs> Cause I don't want anybody to think that, you know, but basically it was my niece. I was changing her diaper. Um, she was born in, in 90. Right. And I'm changing her diaper. I've got a clean diaper on, and she pees in it. And what happened was this surge of anger came into me, and I'm like, "That's not normal. What's normal is her peeing in the diaper." <laughs> now I knew it wasn't normal, but I didn't know where to. I didn't know what to do with it. And so, those those are the. Uh, You have to think about your brain, okay? So it's got all these neurons, you know, okay. I've never been, I'm so emotional today about all this because you guys get this on a level that most people don't. And I'm so happy to have you here. So let me just say that. Um, First of all, let's go back to synthetics for a moment. The reason they're so harmful and the reason I had cysts on my ovaries, the size of apples, by the way, size of apples, multiples, right? Is because our body doesn't know how to process a synthetic. And so that synthetic then gets stored in your fat cells and it manifests as disease. And if you don't have enough fat, and I was skinny at the time, it'll create a cyst so it can go there. Let that all sink in, people. So your body doesn't know how to respond. It does. It's actually, and I'm not a super scientist. I'm a nutritionist, but I I know enough to be dangerous. Let's just say that. And that I know that our bodies mimic plants, which is why they get along so well. And then I'm going to say, When Like, today I did a prayer. I'm drinking my dandelion coffee, okay? And in it, I've got burdock root. I've got 10 different mushrooms. I have a a vegan protein powder. um, I have echinacea. I have another dandelion tincture. That's my coffee, okay? I noticed when... And I did put in creamer, dairy creamer. Usually I use cashew milk. But... I noticed because I feel energy that the creamer had cortisol in it, cortisol levels, because the cow had to be, I heard, was stressed out when they were milking it. So I did a prayer on the milk to shift that cortisol out of the milk. But if you're eating meat, and I do eat meat, not a lot, about 10%, you're getting the cortisol from that animal and you're consuming it and now that cortisol is negatively impacting your hormones and your brain health so it's this vicious circle and by the way plants also have a type of cortisol so which means we really need to treat everything with love and kindness that means you need to lose the sarcasm you need to lose the anger and the resentment and the grief You need to keep giving it to God, not yours to own. Let them handle it so you can be. Chris said, we gave up our rights in the name of safety and security. There's always a a boogeyman, isn't there? Yeah. Vieta says, MGGA implies pledging allegiance to the kingdom Within and the Creator who gives eternal life versus the flag of the oh, I need to connect you. So um, Viet is in um, Florida.
3: Okay,
2: yeah, I'll connect you. Mm-hmm. I know, like I need to know that woman, right? <laughs> <laughs> and um, and Andrew says, "This is my husband." He says, "We have become a society of followers, looking for someone else to tell us what is right or wrong." Right.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And, um, so Charles, I, I agree with what you, I can't display yours because I need to keep the channel open. So, but I agree with you completely. Um, uh, he's saying, you know, certain carrots, right. Um, the carrot was distributed very quickly. Right. And we all know what the carrot is. It's kind of pointy (laughs) goes into the arm. Mm. Um, um and he's saying it has a, a molecule um in the carrot juice i'm i'm translating uh that causes lesions in the veins and capillaries so it's a misfolding of the of the of the proteins and so it creates this calamari-like substance and so that's why we are seeing people um uh transitioning pretty quickly Right. And um, so it's um, and we got lots more comments. Uh, So and I want to put this out there. If you had some carrot juice. (laughs) I have some carrot antidote. Um, There's antidotes that have been created by different doctors that we have that list. And we have carrot juice antidotes. Um, uh, frequencies that I made at the beginning of the situation. and um it was channeled by God and I uh, my family doesn't know, well, my brother knows this, I think. I, I ran it on my entire family because they um they were cured, juiced up. <laughs> they didn't know better. So um, so it works because they're all alive, right? Um. So let's do this. Zelda Robinson Monday. She says, "Grand, rising, beautiful people. We've been conditioned to buy fake grass plants on our walls, but afraid to take our shoes and walk in Nature nurtures." Um. And Charles Key says, "Our bodies are efficient and self-sustaining ecosystem." It is the outside elements that we that we allow to infiltrate that will upset the balance. Yeah, so we also offer, you know, Susan Essentials, you know, everything that I offer, I, I offer because I used it on my personal health journey to reclaim my health. If you don't have a water filter, you are the filter. I'll just say that. And if you need help with that, let me know. Let am just go through the rest of these real quick. Um, Zelda. I make a daily drink that cleanses the body with green apples, beets, cucumbers, turmeric, lemon, kale, ginger, and reverse type 2 diabe- type 2 diabetes. So absolutely yeah di- so uh, Zelda and I met when I was the chairperson for the American Diabetes Association. She's amazing. Zelda, you want to try the easy herbal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So 4712, which is the verse in the Bible, right? Ezekiel forty-seven, twelve. full of minerals, because your drink is amazing. And I, I see that, but we're all mineral deficient, period. And if you're mineral deficient, your body's not processing, your brain is not processing. And if your brain's not processing, it's not connecting to every organ tissue and cell in your body and giving it direction on what to do. Okay, Pamela says, good morning, Pamela um, <laughs> and, okay. um, Okay. And was Ken High School classes. Okay, I don't know what that means. It says, Charles P. Broncos was Kenwood High School, class of 72. I don't know what that means. All right, so back to you. We've got everybody handled here. She, oh, Zelda says she uses sea moss in all her drinks. So here's a new CMOS. What makes yours different? Talk to us about what makes yours different.
5: Uh yeah. So what, what makes our CMOS different uh, is because it's it's in a powder form. Um, <laughs> and it's easily accessible um, to to match to do the to do the best we can to match with what our society allows for us to live our life, right? Uh, a lot of CMOS now, you know, you'll you'll see a bunch of people with um gel sea moss it's already in a gel yeah,
3: I've seen that. Right?
5: that that probably expires within two to three or three to four weeks All Right after that you want to throw it out
2: wow i did not know that it was interesting because i had somebody on the show um almost a year ago who had a gel sea moss and i wasn't called to touch it yours i couldn't wait to touch
5: yeah yeah. It's so so the thing is is you know the FDA is cracking down on you know how it's being processed not necessarily the actual herb itself but how it's being processed and uh they're cracking down on you know if people are making it in a FDA approved lab where it's clean or if they're doing it in their in their living room where you don't know what's going on right? So that aspect of the FDA I agree with because it's like they're looking for the cleanliness of the place, right? Um what else? Um it's just more convenient. You can walk around with it, travel with it, you know, <laughs> and shake it up, shake up a drink, a bottle like a like an organic Gatorade. Um, just pop it and go, right? Um, you know, what we try to do is we try to blend the convenience of our fast-paced world and still make money without having to sit there and blend up and cut this and do that and clean this. Where, you know, we'll we'll take away thirty minutes, forty minutes of that time of your day where you spent doing whatever. And giving that time back into your hands.
2: She says, make enough sea moss to last only a week because we drink daily. So, Zelda, you're making sea moss at home? Because I'd like to hear about that. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing, which you haven't mentioned, it, but we did talk about it. You know, a lot of, um, you know, you got to have your products tested mm. and you have to know what's in them. Um, or what's not in them, right? Mm-hmm. So it comes, you know, from our water supply. What's in our water supply? Heavy metals. Absolutely. So no heavy metals. It's been tested, right? And, and I, you know, it's been tested by a, an organization. I think it's NSF, is who you had. Um, but I muscle tested it too. <laughs> <laughs> so explain to people why this is so important.
5: Yeah, so, so the thing is, is that, you know, we've we've had it tested, um, you know, for heavy metals, microbials and all that stuff. The reason why you don't want microbials in your in your in your stuff uh, is because it'll, it'll destroy your gut biome. Um, unfortunately, no matter what you get in this world, if it comes from a natural state and, th- and this is I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. I don't want to be that guy that made you think life is terrible. Right, you know, I, I just don't like being that guy. But if you're getting it from a natural, organic state, it's gonna have some type of metals in it, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't matter what you get if it's in an organic state, which means you would have to grow it in a farmed pool state. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. so our our product is heavy metal tested. Um, it's um, it has a it has a a bit of uh, heavy metals in it, right? Because No matter what you get you stick your hand in any any body of water the corporations have won the game has been won there's there's medications (laughs) going through every sewage and water flow that you could ever think about like it that's just that's not how the world works anymore we don't live in the 1950s yeah you you know well
2: i'm gonna tell you that the 1950s were not that good we were just not aware because i was born in 63. Yeah. And um. And so people were having health concerns or they were pushing cigarettes, like yeah. those were okay. And they said it was okay for women who were pregnant to smoke,
3: yeah. right?
2: Or they were giving them things that, you know, again, other types of carrots. Um, and then, you know, children were being born without arms or legs, yeah. right? And so... 50s weren't that safe, so I'm going to tell you when it was safe. Er, before World War II. So we're looking at like 1936.
6: <clears throat> it's when, when America found out how to make everything a lot more convenient, um, especially for you know shelf food life. You know that's when canned goods became a huge thing. Um, was able to ship it out to citizens. You know, learning more about AI. Um, was first introduced with the internet like these are you bring up really good points um,
2: well but here's the other thing Montre so um, you know glyphosate which is uh, used in the farms mm-hmm. was originally used to pull uh, minerals out of pipes yep right and so now that it's on our food supply you're the pipe if you're mm-hmm. having, you know and,
5: but why but why is that why why are they are they doing it because they're evil or are they doing it because they're trying to um save their crops so that that person can either have something to eat in general because- so I
2: think, you know so I honestly my heart tells me that the person who did it just didn't know like he thought he was trying to help on that's my that's what my heart center tells me mm-hmm. that they um They wanted to make sure that there was enough food for everybody and so they created that but they didn't think about the outcome and they didn't test it and that's where spirit's like that's a problem you can't use your your people as an experiment and that's what we've been doing a long time we've been experimenting on the human on the human race And on animals, because I remember when they were making, um, cloning llamas, and this is like when I was a kid. And I'm thinking, that doesn't seem good to me either. You know, now they're cloning people, Bill Gates. Oops.
5: (laughs) But but to to, to add to that, to add to that, if if they don't put the glyphosate on on the plants to extend the life to, let's say, pesticides, herbicides, to keep the pests away from it, will America go hungry?
2: No, so we have plants that actually. Uh, <laughs> thank you for the tee up, mm-hmm. basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's a plant for everything, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, we have a, a tree out here that wasn't doing so well. I didn't get to it soon enough, but basically, um, you know, coconut oil with oregano essential oregano essential oil to get rid of the virus. Lemon essential oil to get rid of the microplastics that's that's in the earth supply. We put in cilantro to get to neutralize the heavy metals. I put in copa copaiba to um, to help uh, <coughs> stasis. Um, and when you do that, I mean, and then there are some, like lemongrass will keep uh, you know mosquitoes away. Um, And while I don't know the specific oil for what specific plant you're growing, there's a specific, there's an offset nature for everything. You know, you can grow if you've got too many um, mosquitoes, grow lemongrass, right? But you're going to have a ton of bees, which is great because they feed your food supply. (laughs) They pollinate your food.
6: I I think you bring up a good point and i think it's one of those things where if you can create a monolithic system for all goods that's going to be cheaper that's going to increase margin and so where what lance is you know touching on it's much more of a opportunity to find something where it mimics all different types of crops and so there's a when it comes down to agriculture or even capitalism there's always a fear of scarcity right? Scarcity is always the number one thing, like, and there is a fear for it And it's just like, okay, well, if we can create a vertical commerce and not relying on nature, nature will always be here. However, if we can just create a whole commerce of just our products and make sure that we can push out to save the crops using GMOs or or using you know these pesticides, then we don't have to do as much R&D. Because when you have to do all the research and development to understand what organically goes with this because the poison and the antidote is on the same tree. However, it takes a lot more research and development to go into all these hundreds and thousands of species right. to figure out how to necessarily protect this plant. However, if I can just come up with one synthetic pesticide to to save everything, I'll do that. And so I think that's, that's that mentality that has, you know, been instilled around agriculture. And that's why people are buying up, hey, like, you know, use this seed because our seed is better. It's going to last longer. It's going to do this. It's going to, you're going to have a lot less maintenance, et cetera, et cetera. And so the maintenance for life gets, gets, gets even more complex as you get older. And so the, even the more species that you have, the maintenance is going to be, you know, you're talking about employing thousands and thousands of people where you can just have two people running the show. And it's just yeah, right.
2: yeah, and th- we can't have two people running the show. And the thing is, <laughs> is that, like, I was just reflecting back. So um, before I lived in Barrington, I lived in Highland Park, and we had this garden. And the bunnies loved our strawberries and our tomatoes, so we never got them, right? And today what I know is you plant peppermint around that. That's all.
5: Yeah. And that's for the bunnies, right? What about the other? <laughs> yeah, it is. a, there's right. a- there's, there's a there's a there's a lot. So the thing is, is that, you know, me personally, I just try to be honest on all sides. Right. You know, I, I try to I try to understand every side and I try to even though I don't agree with every side, I try to at least get a why oh, would this person do this? Is there, Are they just evil or are they just bad? But then you look at it, you're like, hmm, you know how much money it would cost to make all these oils and put them all on the tree? But then you have to have five or six different oils for eight. Eight different animals, right? And it's like, is that really feasible? Or do we take the power back as a people, like uh, Charles said, and everybody grow their own food? You see what I'm saying?
2: Well, they don't even allow you to do that, Lance. So, like, so on your lawns that you were talking about, there used to be a mango tree and, you know, all the different trees. Like, they don't even allow you to grow, you know, there's a whole movement, grow plants, not lawns.
5: And, and that's where you start. We, we start, okay, now we take that power back, we grow our own stuff, and we don't have one or two, like Montre said, centralized places of who grows our crop, right? I would much rather, if me, you, and Montre live next door to each other, right? Mm-hmm. I would much rather, much rather me grow 10 crops, you grow 10, Montre grow 10, and we swap for whatever we're lacking, right? And that's the way it works. Like it, it'll never work in the way we live now. I don't care what you get, they call it organic. Oh, it's or it, our, our world is not organic no more.
2: The, no, it's the, not. I mean I use the, yeah, yeah, the term organic usually. I'm saying you're not intentionally putting on pesticides and you know all those other things. I'm gonna tell you that there's an um there's a a, a, a community. In Woodstock, Georgia, and they're doing that.
5: Yeah, but then again, they can't supply the rest of the world.
6: They can only supply their community.
2: No, they're supplying their community. Why?
6: Exactly. Exactly. And
2: that's how it's supposed to be, Montreal I know you have something to say. Go.
6: Oh well, yeah, no, I was going to say. You know, you're bringing up group economics. You know, and that's that's what you know. People who are connected with nature have to do. You know, this is why part of the the great exploration back in the 1700s when people needed other spices and herbs and other, et cetera, because in an environment, they didn't have that. They only had maybe uh, 50 things that on a seasonal basis that they could use, you know, they had to go and travel other places to see if their seeds could work in these different environments, or if they couldn't just bring uh, a bulk of something for the communal, for the king, whoever it was at the time. And so you're starting to see that vertical translation and integration of commerce that um, of control. And it's just like, okay, if we can mimic nature as much as we can, then we can at least provide. It's not necessarily nurture. We can just provide because more so nine times out of 10, you're not trying to, if you're a corporation, you're not trying to heal anyone. You're just trying to provide them with something. And so, hey, we're provoking with something to say that they're fed, they're going to be happy. If you're fed happy, there's like this psychological thing. Once you're full, belly's full, you're happy. And so, like, instead of realizing, hey, like, it t- it's going to take the government, hypothetically, so much more money, and they don't want to no. do that because no. it doesn't benefit them. So, exactly. <laughs> that, that's just kind of what it comes down to. Are
2: you honestly. saying there's a money trail?
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you have someone else control your life, yeah. Yeah, but if you
5: and your group of people and your, your block or your neighborhood control your own lives, then no. Right? right? So, so it, oh, we, go ahead. you can't live in a capitalist society and not expect the money. To like that's that's like saying water isn't wet, right? Or fire isn't hot, right? It's like, it's a synonymous thing, you know. It's it's you know, we we would have to go back to I don't know. Thirteen hundreds? I don't. Know. I don't know when, when were we in a bartering system. We would have to go so far back to create this this world of what we think it is. Like these things can They can simultaneously exist, but in little pockets, because America is going to say, "What you you guys are paying taxes, and you guys are trading goods, and there's no taxes being paid paid on it? What? Yes. Ah, I'm locking all y'all up. Um, <laughs> all of y'all getting locked up. <laughs> Well, I'm going to
2: tell you a download that I have, and it's not just my download. By the way, if anybody wants to, you know, uh, pick up some um, Easy Herbal 4712, this is where you go. Go to the website, guys and ladies. Um, um, First of all, I think what we've all been saying here today is that when we work together in collaboration and there's not like the head honcho, so to speak, that it's a healthier uh, community. Um, Based on collaboration, there's not one person powering over another person. There's not, you know, like what we have today. And I have heard, and and I have permission to share it. Um, So I have heard that, that's where we're going. We're going back. And, you know, there's been this big divide. And I have part of the information. A lot of my other intuitive healers have part of the information, but that it's creating this divide. And we're just going to get that there's people who already have their land and that they're going to convert that land into communities. And people are going to live off the land. And then the other people are going to do their thing and, you know, be used as a tool by you know, corporate, you know, uh, and this is just for entertainment purposes only.
6: <laughs> uh, you bring up a great point. I think everyone deserves to have a choice. Yes. Uh, and also, you know, with this, you know, going back to the, you know, how do we, utilize, like, how do we make this realistic? And it's just like, you know, that's an opportunity to have a choice. And then also like the ability or to actually see a game plan, you know, an actual, game plan of like how local farms are connecting with, with people with, with each other because you know you create an ecosystem not only for just the people but for a market um, and I, I don't know if I've seen a lot of that you know these local markets creating um, relationships to a degree where people can become fully aware and know that hey like this is a, a sister or brother of our community and trying to figure out like um, how to navigate these spaces and continuously, you know, create them and and breed more markets, local markets, so.
2: local markets. Yeah, when I first got here to Georgia, so I moved from Illinois to Georgia. Um, uh, I asked where the farmers market was, and they sent me to Sprouts. <laughs> the- huh? they,
5: they used to be I called a real
2: meats. farmer.
5: They used to be called swap meats swap meets. yeah yeah they used to be called swap meets right and, uh and that's the best sustainable way to live and to live the healthiest is that swap meets and not in farmers markets with people who grow their food because that means you're directly supporting that family with the kids and yeah. you're, you know you're, you're directly helping people um but so, yeah until,
2: mm? and i want you to answer this question for stephanie sure. uh, stephanie's a friend of mine um she says is easy herbal 4712 safe to take while breastfeeding and pregnant
5: absolutely yeah that's a great question absolutely um comes with it's six better. grams six grams per serving uh that, that's like the most you would find in a powder form with sea moss. we we loaded it probably a little bit too much uh but i was like you know people need it so yeah know, people are mineral deficient, deficient. yeah yeah I, I like overloaded it in the in the r&d process and know it's it's me wanting to you know captain planet save everyone right
2: <laughs> well the thing is people are so mineral deficient and i, I don't because i'm not as mineral deficient as the, the rest of the world i don't take as much as uh, the thing on your um on your um directions i channel what i need for my body um but it's powerful i mean i mean if you saw how i was when i woke up this morning <laughs> Because we had a rough day. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Stephanie says, great, thanks, can't wait to try. So um, I want to display the – I um, want to display the uh, – I think I have it on the banner.
5: So it looks like Montre has to leave. for the-
2: Yes. So Montre, uh, I know you have a meeting. So is there anything else you want to say before you – and if, you, if you're able to come back on, we'll see you in the back room.
6: Okay. Um, at the moment, no. I mean, I think we've covered a lot. Uh, definitely kind of wanted to talk a little bit more about the product, but if I'm not able to get back on, then I'm sure Lance is just... You know, well,
2: I, the you know, here's the thing. The product's amazing, but what people need to know is really where you're coming from on this, right? And it's mineral dense. It tastes delicious. It's purple lemonade. Um, uh, I'm going to be representing the product until that happens buy direct from them, (laughs) you know, um, it'll be available on my website, but I mean, really I I'm cool. Whether you, you know, like, I just want you to have the product, um, easy to travel with, you know, people need to know, people don't care what you do unless they know why you do it. Right. So, um, uh, they, they, you know, that's, that's how I do business. Everybody I work with has either been part of my, um, healing journey, um, or have, have entered into like the journey, like what I needed then it's nine twenty nine. I know you got to hop on that call at nine 30. Yep. So come it. back in if you can. And, uh, we're so grateful to have had you here. Um, Montre, you're such a bright light. We love you. Um, my husband and I just love you. So yeah. So thank you. Thank for you. Sure. For part thank of you. our <laughs> life. Yeah. <laughs> right. Thank you. <clears throat> so um and actually we have to go to commercial real quick so let me um let me do that and we'll come right back okay
3: yes ma'am
2: all right uh let's see here let me just do this and go here
6: Did you know your cell phone emits EMF radiation that negatively impacts your brain's DNA because your cell phone is something that you have to use on a daily basis it's about time you take measures to keep yourself safe from the harmful effects of EMF radiation the Altera 5G EMF neutralizer does just that by converting your cell phones incoherent EMF to coherent EMF giving you 100 percent protection from harmful EMF radiation so what are you waiting for get your Altera neutralizer today and help us create a more bio- safe world for everyone to learn more visit
3: www.alterra.com
7: jody susan of susan essentials was misdiagnosed and nearly died in 2013 instead she chose to reclaim her health using plant and energy-based healing after losing 92 pounds she now offers a psychologist and doctor recommended functional food program focusing on two things toxic free living and a connection to our brain health Susan Essentials reengineered what health looks like with a self-paced functional food program now available to you with plans starting at just ninety nine dollars.
2: We are back. Got a few commercials in there for the electromagnetic frequencies, and um, let me put up there again the brand so that um, uh, the banner actually. So if you want to get, um, you know, if you if you want to get your brain health back. <laughs> You want to let your body recover quickly. You want to get an oxygen, you know, oxygen supply. Okay. Pick up your easy herbal 4712. Let's do that today. Um, Go to that website and, um, and, you know, let's show the men some love. (laughs) So, and I'm also just to make this easier. I'm going to take that for um, that link. I'm going to put it in the comment section, okay. and so you can just—if you're listening—you can go to the comment section and copy this and and and, and make a purchase right away if that's um, if you're called to do so. And Zelda says, "Is that purple sea moss?" Yes, absolutely.
5: Purple, purple Irish moss. Actually, it's from cold waters, so it's uh, Irish moss and sea moss are a little bit different. Okay. Yeah. Can you
2: explain the difference?
5: Yeah. So, uh, so Irish moss is from colder water. So like, let's say above the 35th parallel and, um, sea moss from warmer waters. So, uh, the Irish were the first ones to come up with the whole concept. Well, that we know of to come up with the concept, uh, during the potato famine. And so 19, 1840 is when they started migrating and when they came to places like Jamaica, they went into the water and it was like, Oh, that's the same thing as what we have That's sea moss. Right. So one's uh, uh, Con- Conjus Cripsis, which is the Irish moss, and the other was the Galicia's Garda. The Conjus cryptus is more like a flat fan, and the Galicia's Garda is more like a skinny straw. So in, okay. in Jamaica, yeah, it's like a, it's like little skinny, like. OK. I can, I can show you some. I, I actually have both of them.
2: Do you okay. really? I'd love to see it.
5: Yeah, do you want me to go grab some?
2: Yes, I do. I'll right. hold show for a minute. Just I'll run Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So this is really cool. Um, so if you're just tuning in now, we're we're talking about um, purple sea moss, which comes from cold water versus sea moss, which comes from warm water. And so Lance is going to um, actually show us what this all looks like, which I'm really excited about. And um, and here he comes. So. Okay.
5: okay. righty, here we go. So for the first, I'll show you the crondus Krypsis. So the Krundus Krypsis, it's, wow. it's like a little flat fan. See how it's like really, really flat there?
2: Actually, I'm going to make you bigger. Hold on a second. So everyone can just, let me just do this. Uh, so I'm going to switch it around. Hold on. Okay, yeah, do it again.
5: So see how flat it is? Yeah. A lot, a lot of flat pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the sea moss. It's really skinny, like stringy.
1: Oh wow!
5: And that's how you can tell the difference: one sea moss, Irish moss, and one sea moss. Right? Um, you know, the the size should be consistent throughout the whole thing. It shouldn't be fat and skinny, fat and skinny. It should be the same size.
2: Okay, and it's got purple in there. I see.
5: Yeah. So the original color, this is actual purple. It just looks black.
2: It looks black, but it's so dense. It's 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 um it's a uh, high in antioxidants.
5: Exactly. So all sea moss begins as purple, then it turns gold when you dry it in the sun. So I have this in gold too. I just can't find it right now. I have I have it in gold, but and that's how you can tell because you know you have the different colors, the purples, and there's there's usually a like a piece of rock attached to the ends of them. Like I'm trying to find one now. I probably didn't grab the rock, the right, but it's like little pieces of rock attached to the end because we snatch uh-huh. it off the rock,
2: which is yeah. where it's getting the minerals
5: exactly we don't grow it we don't grow it on ropes like how they do in certain countries i'm not going to name any names but uh like they're really big on manufacturing farming it um
2: can you you hold up the 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 um the green one again or the the darker one that so the energy on that is so beautiful it makes my heart sing (laughs) i kid you not like i just go into the fields right that just makes my heart sing like, it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I mean, it's like God just intended us to like, like love on that. And you said this happened when they had a potato um, uh, a famine, right? In Ireland. Yes. So you, I'm sure, you, well, I shouldn't say this, but I mean, maybe, you, you know, so potatoes got a bad rap, didn't they?
5: And they, they did. They, yeah, they, they did. Um, but, you know, that's what kept their, their economy thriving you know the, the irish
2: but what i'm saying is like potatoes like in america got a bad rap that they're bad for you because they're white carbs mm-hmm. but if they're grown properly they're mineral dense
5: exactly yeah yeah. typically you know whenever you know they're speaking about white carbs they're talking about like uh, uh refined white rice refined breads refined um what not legumes uh, um the, the noodles, right what do they call yeah, uh,
2: pasta or whatever pasta,
5: it yeah, stuff yeah. like that a refined sugar
2: mm-hmm.
5: right? uh, that's typically when when you when you want to stay away from stuff like that when it's refined or, or the salt, right The iodized salt you want you want to drink sea salt or uh, pink Himalayan salt stuff like that. Um, well like
2: Celtic and pink or um, and black lava. So what happened was when I was doing my research and I was writing for the functional food program, what I learned was, Um, So I was always had the notion that Celtic had more minerals, but it's not that they actually have more minerals is that they're different minerals in Celtic than they are in pink. Mm -hmm. So I said, why choose? And in my grinder, I have both. Yeah. And And so, and I don't keep my black lava salt in there because I don't always want to detox. And really your black lava salt is really for getting out those, those toxins from your body. So, um, so I, I just, you know, and I guess it wouldn't, wouldn't hurt to put the black lava in there, but, um, but I blend my salts, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and we have (laughs) Charles Key wants to know if you can smoke it. He's funny. Can you smoke it? Uh,
5: I've never heard of anyone to date that has smoked sea moss, but. I know uh, one of my favorite herbs that I love. You can smoke the the flower part of the blue vervain, similar to valerian. It's good for stress and anxiety, so it'll have that calming effect, like a marijuana almost, but without the cycle the hallucinogenic uh, properties.
2: Which one do you use?
5: Blue vervain.
2: Blue vervain, and you said similar to valerian.
5: Similar to valerian, they're like cousins, right? Um, and they're yeah, very the valerian
2: root is very calming, mm-hmm. but you don't even have to smoke it. But yeah, I mean.
5: Yeah, If someone is a smoker, and me personally, I'm not a smoker, but I don't discriminate against people in their habits, as long as it's better than taking synthetic medications from a doctor. Right. Right. Yeah. I
2: want to explain something. When something gets so hot like that, it's actually going to put holes in your lungs. Mm -hmm. And that's why the smoking, again, I'm not here to judge either, Mm -hmm. um, but here, here you can make an informed choice. Um, oh, he was joking, but I'm glad you brought it up, Charles. Um, you know, because some people are doing these types of things and they need to know that while the plant, whatever you're smoking, may be really good for you, first of all, once it gets to the high levels, now it's turning in high heat levels, it's turning into a carcinogen, Mm -hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's number one. Number two, your lungs. It's going to put holes in your lungs. Okay. Um, so if you know you don't want to take it in the form that it's in, you, you get the, you go to the sea, you get your moss, the beautiful version that you have right there. If you're not buying it pre-packaged, but you, let's say you're out in nature, mm-hmm. and you and you you have it, put it in a pot of of water, filtered water, and and boil it and drink it. Right. But um, and, and and actually I would say don't boil it. I would say simmer it mm-hmm. because again, as soon as you start taking your food and getting it at a high heat and also your oils like, you know, um, the only oil uh, this I will cook at high heat is coconut oil. Right. Because otherwise, um, like if you cook olive oil at high heat, it turns into a carcinogen. So knowing how to play nicely in the sandbox with your food is really important. (laughs) So I know you meant it as a joke, but we love that you asked that question.
5: (laughs) And, And for those that don't know, a carcinogen is something that causes cancer. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because not everybody, you know, some some people would stop me and say, Lance, you know, you're saying terms that not everybody understands. So you got to break it down. So a carcinogen is something that causes cancer. And the high heat that you're speaking about is above 212 degrees Celsius and 100 degrees Fahrenheit. It has to be, in order to kill off pathogens, it has to be above 180 but below 112. All right, uh, 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 b- below one 100. Uh, okay. Uh, sorry. It's 212, 212 Fahrenheit, 100 Celsius, uh, but 180 Fahrenheit to kill off pathogens.
2: Where did you go to school?
5: I went to Eckert College for my second college. I graduated from there, but my first college was uh, Virginia Commonwealth University. I studied accounting there. Accounting? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. And so you learned all this because out of need, right?
5: Out of need, and then it's part of my culture, and then, you know, um, but, it, you know, for me, it was mostly genetics and sickle cell trade and un- understanding that stuff. Even when I was there, you know, my my major was business management. But I would just turn whatever because I wanted to play in the NFL or the NBA. <laughs> so I wanted to perfect my body. So I had to learn a bunch of stuff that they didn't teach me at school. So I didn't get any awards for it or, you know, no one gave me a A for this or or, or or a point score, a GPA for it.
2: But I- I'm going to tell you, God did.
5: <laughs> yeah.
2: God, God gave you the A, right? Yeah, you. Um, and, you know, Vieta says, um, why did, well, so Vieta actually, so Lance played in Spain basketball and Montre um, was one who um, played for the NFL. And you, uh, Vieta, I introduced you to Montre, I think, a year ago. Um, she says her dad played for... Um, uh, from 1949 to 1953 and left uh, due to a shoulder injury and injury. So you want to share with people why you left professional basketball?
5: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for me, I was, I was a dual athlete, honestly. So that's where me and Montre share that, uh, that same love for, for sports. So I was playing professional basketball in Spain, um, you know, Spain, you know, and I'm not trying to, you know, talk, you know, about that or down on it. But, you know, in America, we have better when it comes to sports, better health care for athletes.
2: Right? Oh, really? I did not know that.
5: U- unless you're playing on the top, top, top level in Spain or the top, top level anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. So but anything below the top level, you're not going to have the best attention to detail with athletes. Um and then I also, after Spain in 2013, I had two months to try for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I was with the mini camp with the Jacksonville Jaguars as well. Um, so I have dabbled in, you know, that sports world. And the reason why I left is because I don't think they paid attention to situations like mine once it got to the professional level, unless it was in a top league like the NFL. They have more research and more attentive to those needs. Uh, Montre left because of a shoulder injury as well.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. so the Jacksonville Jaguars is a football team. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you, know, the thing. <laughs> you know, you talk about not knowing carcinogen. Yeah. You know, I, um, I love sports, but I love playing on the field and I don't like necessarily just watching it.
5: Me
2: too. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> you know, like all the different, whatever, um i'd rather be on the field and that's how i operate with life i'm on the field right i don't want to be a spectator life is not a spectator sport it's
5: not it's not you got to be involved in it you got to do it you got to experience it to be able to tell the stories about it right the ups and the downs the good and the bads right (laughs) like Mm -hmm. i know every part of it
1: yeah fail forward
5: yeah
2: right fail forward um People uh, sometimes aren't willing to play on the court or on the field, right? And because they're afraid of failure, and yet really you have to fail forward. You have to fail. I, I can't tell you how many mistakes I've made or cancel, cancel. So I was teaching everybody yesterday. We don't use the word mistakes anymore or wrong. We have lessons. Awesome. Much easier to digest the lesson that we are here to learn so that we can rise up. Absolutely. So you have a story around that. You want to talk to me about it?
5: Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So, so going back to what we were speaking about earlier, um, yeah, I uh, my freshman year of college basketball, you know, I'm pretty good. I'm, like, a lot more athletic than a lot of those guys, I'm I'm pretty prepared. You know, I had a personal trainer since I was 11 years old, so I was, like, one of those kids that was thrown in a factory and was, was made like a professional athlete by the time I was, like, 14, 15 years old. So I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, I stay on this path, and within a few years, uh, you know, I'm, I'm signing the contract. Then I get sick. Then I'm in the hospital. The phone stops ringing. I transfer. I'm not doing this good physically. You know, people, you know, they would call you and give you attention and love and support. It's like, well, you're not really the same person you once were. Right? And it's like, hmm. And it puts you in a position where you're like, wow. You know, you know I have to produce in order for, to get the notoriety and the, and the in the love and the affection that i that every single human being wants right but mm-hmm. I know for the fact that I have to produce if I don't it, it's sort of neglected or shunned right and uh I felt it I was like wow I, whoa so you know I get notoriety when I'm playing this sport when I'm doing good but when I'm not or even before when I was a kid like, no, nobody really cares until like especially for a little boy nobody really cares until you you become good at something right you don't get a applaud mm-hmm. for life right uh and you know that's what I wanted my, my whole life. You know, like no one like I was ignored up until I became good at something. Like no one like so and I held on to that and it and it was like I was codependent on that. Mm-hmm. On that admiration and that acknowledgement and mm-hmm. and then uh once things didn't work out the way they worked out, you know, I kinda felt freer. I was like, I really don't need anyone's applaud, right? You know, let me do something for me. Right. Um
2: you stop looking outside of yourself and God.
5: Exactly, exactly. But but it but it makes sense, man. It, it makes sense because as as men, you know, you have to, you have to provide something for this world, right? Um, that someone else can benefit from, not just yourself. Uh, a family, kids, friends, mother, anybody can benefit from. Uh, and I get it. It's just that you know, I, I didn't understand it as a kid. You know, I had no idea. I just thought that I, you know, just me being a good person was going to be enough. Right. Um, but, yeah, it's just, you know, going through those ups and downs, it was like, OK, well, you know, love yourself, do for do for self. And then by loving self, ultimately, you're going to be able to do for other people. <laughs>
2: you can't pour from an empty cup.
5: There you go. There you go.
2: Hmm. Uh-huh. And you know, I I teach what you're saying like daily. I mean, this is what I teach you, you. Um. I did a post the other day on Facebook, and I said, "Well, you know, how much longer?" Or, or I said, "Wish actually, I might just go pull it up because it's really profound." Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. Let me just see if I can get this. It was about basically. The fact that you need to have a love affair with yourself, you know, I'll, 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 I'll post it here later, Mm -hmm. but it's about having a love affair with yourself and God. And outside of that, you don't need to have anybody else's approval. And when we stop searching outside of ourselves for recognition, for approval, For whatever, you know, people, I didn't really have a lot of attention as a kid. We're, you know, five, five children in our family, in our immediate family. Um, Believe it or not, I was shy, (laughs) you know, kind of that balance of introvert, extrovert. And um, I was looking for approval outside of me. And I remember a woman that I worked for, you know, when I was putting myself through school, through college, undergrad, I was one of those little spritzer girls, you know, at Marshall Fields. And the woman who hired me as a contractor to do that said, now everyone has to like you. And I thought, that's a hard nut to crack. I mean, like, I, you know, I'm good, but she- <laughs> like, but I'm not that good. And I don't really think that I'm everybody's cup of tea. And now, do I want to be?
5: Not even Jesus was liked by everybody. Thank
2: you. <laughs> right? And so instead of, and I know someone here needs to hear this. So instead of aspiring to be liked and approved of by everyone else, just be able to look yourself in the mirror every morning and sleep at night because you know that you did the right thing by yourself and by God. That's it. And I remember, and when I really came to that, that um, realization, it was August 12th, um, 2012, right before the Mayan calendar ended. My dad died two days earlier. And my new boss, because I had just started working at this new company, uh, told me I couldn't go to the funeral because she didn't get to see her father buried. So I shouldn't see my dad buried. Right? And that's when I also came up with the phrase, people tell you who they are, it's up to you to listen. So you got to know that what you're doing is right by you first, fill your own cup first and live and breathe into that, live and breathe into your mission. Know your why. If you haven't watched the video with Simon Sinek, know your why. I suggest you Google it on YouTube. Simon Sinek, know your why. People never buy what you do. They buy what you do, why you do it. And, and, and then the other thing is uh, who I studied under for, for many many years, Doctor John D. Martini, and uh, if you got anybody wants to email me, um, or just ping me here, whatever, um, I'll uh, I'll send you the link. And it's understanding living by your highest values. And uh, oh yeah, Naima, I absolutely went to the funeral. <laughs> mm-hmm. I showed her the bird. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> her name was Olga. I showed her the bird. I'm like, yeah, Olga. I'm sorry that you didn't see your your father buried. I I I I I, I honored my family. I honored myself. I honored my father, um, who was an amazing man. And it looks like my girls are coming in. One of, one of my girls are coming in, and my husband. <gasps> Thank you. Hi, <Highlands>.
7: Lance. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so this is Fagala. Fagla is a magical creature, and she's a healer. Um, she's actually a white-bellied kayak, but she's actually a healer. Um, and um, but anyway, you know, if you pour into your own cup, and you, un- and the way that you pour into your own cup is understanding what is most important to you. And the assessment by Dr. John D. Martini allows you to assess what your highest values are, and then you live into that. And if what you're saying your highest values are don't aren't congruent with your actions, then you need to shift your actions. You just oh thank yeah. you. And this is Tinkerbell, my other magical creature. <laughs> so then you can live into your life's purpose. And that's where the sweet spot is.
5: Absolutely.
2: So uh, the girls say hello.
5: Hey girls.
2: <laughs> this is Fagala, which means little songbird and Tinkerbell is a fairy. So <laughs> So what are you saying to Lance and everybody? Is it for Lance your message or for the world? For the world.
4: <laughs>
2: she says, um, eat clean food as much as you can. Treat your body as a temple. And what else, Fagala? And love yourself first.
5: <laughs> Those are great messages.
2: Mhm. Good girl. So she she did a lot of energy healing last night too. Literally these two people these two people these two feathered people are healers. So okay, so let's get back to minerals and an easy herbal. Um we've got 4 minutes left in the show. Um how do you feel when you, when you drink the product that you created? Talk to me about how you feel.
5: Yes. So, uh, so whenever you know I consume the Irish moss, um, you know, I feel I feel like I'm more there, right? You know, because you know how some people can you can be in the moment, you can be in the moment, but not necessarily in the moment. I feel like I'm there, like I'm fully behind the driver's seat, behind the wheel, and I'm fully controlling it, right? Um, you know, it, it gives me a a feeling of you know I'm more in control of you know emotions. I can sleep better uh digestion's better um you know
2: I feel like uh, your digestion does it actually help your digestive digestive the uh, your digestive tract yes it does
5: yeah absolutely absolutely helps How it out you do that? well it's um it it cleans out the gut right because that's where what about 90% of your serotonin receptors are and not yes. so you know, whenever you clean up that gut, that gut biome, it allows for your body to feel better, and you know, for your mood to be better, cortisol levels and whatnot. So, it brings, like you said earlier, a sense of homeostasis, of balance or equilibrium, back into your body. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just to to be in an environment where now you can be your best self and do your best work, because if you don't, if you're not clicking on cylinders physically, you're not going to click on those c- cylinders mentally, and vice versa which you can't get outside of yourself because you're still stuck in yourself. Like you're still there for yourself. Like, you know, you, that cup is still empty, right? How can you fill that cup when you're over there? stomach? How can you, you know, fill, fill, fill your cup when, you know, when you're having these issues, right? We can only be our best self once we supersede those issues, right? Um,
2: so there's a direct connection between your physical and mental health and what you put in your body. Yeah and that's what people need to understand because we've never really been taught that.
5: Absolutely absolutely you know um you know the the gut is the second brain. All right? The mm-hmm. body the body and the mind is connected.
2: Seconds. We can keep going. Go ahead. Don't worry.
5: The the body and the mind is connected. You know, you can't have one without the other.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
5: almost like saying, "Hey, I want to go buy a, a a car, but please leave the engine out and I'll buy that separately."
2: Right. Right. You get a, or you're driving the car and you get this signal. The light goes on and you ignore it.
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, really? Because your car is going to be on the side of the road. Right. Mm-hmm. Like if the gas tank is empty, you're not driving. 60 seconds. Darlene K has a question. Do you drink yeah. it on an empty stomach first thing in the morning?
5: Yes, you, you could drink it on an empty stomach first thing in the morning. Uh, that depends on if you want it. Sometimes I drink it before I go to sleep because it has, um, magnesium helps me sleep also as well. Not as much as like the Blue Ribbon, cause it has a lot more magnesium. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, you can do it throughout the day. Morning is good cause you're, it's all, almost like a multivitamin. So instead of going to GNC and buying it, you know, you're getting it from nature. All right.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had mine this morning on an empty stomach mm-hmm. and I, uh, you know, Darlene, I did not have any uh, stomach upset. Actually, what I had was mental acuity, is what I had this morning. Um, and, you know, um, and I drank some uh, 10 seconds. I probably drank about maybe six to eight ounces last night as well. So, um, and my stress levels outside of having this have been high just because we have a lot on our plate. Our family, um, so it helps me maintain my my mental balance. So, oh, she pooped on my shirt, but it's the same color. Hey, there you go. <laughs> she thinks his body. Um, and Vieta says I have a friend with sickle cell. Could her symptoms be helped with your products?
5: Absolutely, absolutely. So. Um... So what CMOS can do for you is put your, like I said before, put yourself at a, at a homeostasis or equilibrium where, where your body can now express itself in the best way possible. Um, because genes when, when put in a constructive environment, will express itself constructively. Right. Um, if you, if you're, you know, backed up with a bunch of minor, um, synthetics or things that count that are counterproductive for your body, well then no. So this is going to help you with it. Um, uh, also, you know, along with our product, right, it, it's because me personally, I don't I, I like to tell the total, the, the, the whole story. Right. The body works in a holistic, not H.O. It's W.H.O. Right. Holistic. Right. Where you're exercising and I call it the seven natural doctors, you're exercising, you're getting proper water, air, sun, sleep, stress management and diet right? It's, you know, you got to do all those seven things every single day. And that diet aspect is huge. And that's where the Irish muscle, other minerals come in, right? Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's maintenance. It's just not one thing. You're just not p- only putting gas in the car every day. No, you're doing, you're, you're doing a lot of things to that. You're making
2: wound. sure the tires are filled, right?
5: Everything. You're got
2: the oxygen the tire there in the tire, oxygen in the brain. Sure. And, and you make such a good point. Um, so, you know, I studied not only holistic nutrition, but also science-based nutrition, right? Mm-hmm. And what science-based nutrition, well, what, what they both say, but the, the crux of science-based nutrition is that you can have any gene, like let's say the gene for Alzheimer's, cancer, sickle cell, and it doesn't need to be expressed, meaning you're not symptomatic if you're fueling your body with what it needs. So I'm 59 years old, and I'm showing you my hands for a reason. So they they look pretty decent, okay? My mom's hands looked crippled by this age because she has she had arthritis, and I have arthritis. I've had arthritis. Uh, I don't know, since I don't can't remember when it's not expressed. I have no pain, no symptoms, no weakness, no nothing. I take care of my body. I treat it like a temple. Someone's hiding going down my back. Were you going, Tinkle Bell? <laughs> um, so that you know, you have choices in in this in this world to um to how you want to fuel your body. And I'm going to tell you that, um, yeah, they're organic apples a little bit more. If you're buying organic eggs right now, well, okay, there's been all those jokes all over the internet. But here's the thing. It's still cheaper than the doctor visit or giving up your life. Mm -hmm. So just look the other way. Forget about it. Forget about
5: it. Walking an extra 30 minutes or 45 minutes to an hour is cheaper than Taking a psychotic medication or something like that, right? You know, it has probably more of a profound effect when you're exercising or when you're sleeping those eight hours. Your body can reset itself, bring it back to homeostasis equilibrium, right? When you're when you're sunbathing right now, it's probably impossible to do it any all across the world. Right? It's too cold. too cold here in Miami, but you know, sunbathing depending on your skin complexion. You know, if you have a lighter skin complexion, which they call pheomelanin, or if you have a darker skin complexion, which they call eumelanin, well, you need to understand how much time would be best for your skin type, you know, depending on what region or latitude you're at, uh, or high altitude or smog or whatnot. So there's a bunch of different elements to health. And, you know, the most digestible way of understanding health is through diet. You know, it makes sense to more people. But then when you look at Hey, you know, you should block the blue light on your phone, put the blue light, blue light filter on, or when you're at home at night, put some, wear some uh, glasses like yours that has a blue light filter on it. Right.
2: Mine does. Yeah. Mine does have a blue light. So my glasses have a blue light filter. Mm-hmm. Um, I turn off my Wi-Fi at night. Okay. Um, we don't keep a, a TV in our bedroom. Um and these are things that you all can do. And if you want to neutralize electromagnetic frequencies, we have stuff that plugs into the wall and and then like it just neutralizes everything. There's other ways that you can bring a, a specific frequency over the longitude and latitude of your home um, that brings in the frequency of God and Shungite, which naturally neutralizes EMF. Um, when you get your food, you know, um, it's important to... Uh, clean it in a way that stops the unwinding of the DNA of that food right so it's not for me it's not even so much about getting cuz we buy organic but if i buy organic not from the farmer and i buy it like from the store it's been in those lights and it's now re, it's changing the DNA of that of that vegetable or fruit and so i'm i'm putting it in a space where it stops unwinding and i can actually maybe even have it heal so i mean there's so much more to it.
5: So, um, much, so much. It's so deep. Like yeah. like to have this conversation to go into every every minute detail, it would take forever.
2: <laughs> well, that's why the program, my program is and I okay, I'm just gonna promote it. So it's it's um, six sections, right? Yeah, pre-work plus six sections. And section six is just about sourcing, but I take you through all those things. Because it is intense, it's like a college course for not under a hundred dollars. Um, that's it. Oh, it's ninety nine dollars. Now, have... if you want coaching, if you want coaching, yeah. that's different. Okay. God came to me and said, "Make this available to the masses at a, at a price that everybody can afford."
3: Okay.
2: So I did it. I mean, it took. It was a lot of work. I mean, it was a lot of work. And, but I, I, I gave as much details as possible. And I, and I, instead of going into the science behind everything, I really explained it, like what, how it's going to make you feel and your emotions. And if you want the science, here's the link. You can go do that, but here are your links so you can see what the science is. But I didn't take the, I didn't um, position the course like you want to have a degree in nutrition. It's really a degree in healthy, healthy living. Right? So if you want to do the deeper dive, you can do that and here's the link to learn more about what this doctor says or that PubMed study says or whatever. But this is what you need to know to have a degree in life.
5: Mm-hmm. Well, that's, so what you, what you're doing is similar to what like a native would do. like you know the native wouldn't have a, a, a bunch of different scientific terminologies like I would, right. But it's more like hey, this is how you would feel and that's how things would be expressed in native cultures. It's like, oh, you do this, this is what will happen, this is how you look, this is how that will be, this is how common you'll be. And that makes more sense to explain to people. If you're giving people a bunch of scientific information, you're going to lose them.
2: Right. (laughs) So what I do is I second grade them. So when I don't understand something, I say, okay, second grade me. Okay. What does this make (laughs) me? So like cashews, right? Nature's antidepressant. Right? Brazil nuts. You'll plummet your cholesterol level by twenty points. You only need four in a month, and the whole bag is like nine bucks, so that's cheaper than your 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 over-the-counter medication. And not to mention what statins will do to your muscles and your and your sugar levels and your and your mental health. So those are the kinds of things that you need to know so you can make a choice in the matter. Anyways, we went over time. I'm so, I'm so grateful that we went over time actually. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope you'll come back on the show. Definitely. And, and yeah, okay. And and we want to know more. There's so much I this I know we just scratched the surface and um of what you need to share with the world. So um, we'll we'll touch base after the show and, and get you scheduled again. All right. Um, to my guests, uh, our guests. Um, thank you, everybody. Uh, Pamela. Thank you. Chris Vietta, Charles, uh, Darlene, Zelda, people who didn't comment. I know you're out there. Stephanie. Thank you. Naima. Um, I know you, uh, Teddy. Uh, and I know there's way more, um, cause we've got a whole board lit up over here and I know there's tons of questions, all the hands are up, but we got to go. <laughs> so we're going to get another date and you call in early next time and you ask your question so we can, uh, um, have, a uh, um, you connect with, with Lance and I'm just going to put up, uh, the banner one more time. So if you, um. Want to get yourself some uh, easy Herbal 4712? So Ezekiel, people.
1: <laughs> Sneaky. The, the,
5: the leaf. What's that? The leaf. The leaf? Yeah, it's for the healing.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, when I created the show, the image is the background of your leaf. I don't know if you caught that. Okay. Okay. So go to his website, Easy Herbal, EZ as in Ezekiel, Herbal, H-E-R-B-A-L, 4712.com. Place your order today. Um, I usually don't sit there and like just promote a product, but like guys, I'm standing behind this. This is great stuff. If you want to reclaim your health, go ahead and do that. And then we'll get you uh, uh, information about uh, when he'll be on next. And uh, Charles says, uh, go Broncos class of 1978. Oh, 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 that was an older one. Sorry. Yeah. And I'm class of 1981. Uh, Charles. Um, so I'm just a little younger than you. And that's my husband says, thank you, Lance. And, um, thank you, Andrew. I forgot to thank my husband. Oh, I'm sorry. He's my backbone. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm gonna, um, uh, ask you to hold on just one sec here, Boris, and then I'm going to end the show. All right. Yes,
3: ma'am.
2: All right. Thank you, everybody. Uh, I think it's this one. There we go.